0: Welcome back, everybody, to another podcast of Silencing of Stigma. It's actually Saturday morning um, at six fifteen. It's been a crazy week. We didn't have a podcast last week. Uh, a lot going on this week. A lot going on in general for everybody. But I just want to get on here. Austin's going to be so proud of me because he's probably still in bed or at the gym, of course, this morning. And I didn't want to go another week without a podcast. Uh, lot's been on my mind. Um, thank you for the comments last week. Kyle's been on my mind a lot, but this week's been a learning experience. Um, yeah, from funerals, viewings, funerals, drama, uh, work life, hiring people. And the weeks just keep flying by and flying by. And I, I want to just take a moment to thank everybody. And we say it all the time, thank everybody for listening to the podcast. But I had two new people reach out in the comments to this week. Um, one of them, I'm, I know they reached out to me in my private message, asking when are the podcasts coming back. And then I had another one, a new person who joined the group, who said, when do we do our podcasting? I had a person reach out to me. He lives out west. He used to work for me. He wants to get on. He has a story. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear this story. And he says, it's times 10. Um, so whatever that means. And I don't even know what that topic is yet. He reached out to me. So I am going to connect with him with the time zone. It's going to be a little bit difficult. He's starting a new job, but I want to reach out to him. So people are still reaching out. And, and I do appreciate that. We sometimes forget what's important in life. After this week of busy hell... It's already Saturday, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm in bed. I got home, working the fair. The entire week, I'll be at the fair. And I watched people walk up and down the runway. We saw a little bit of excitement last night. A cops were running, people were running past us. Probably about 100 people went running past us, along with cops. They had their video cameras out, they were videoing. Uh, apparently, I mean, I just heard, I didn't see or, in, or hear or confirm. But they said that there was a fight and people just like rallied towards that fight. It's kind of sad. Uh, but That's the world that we're in today. Yeah. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about is the mental health issue. We talk about it on this podcast all the time. But during the last week and a half, I'd say I've talked to so many people that are struggling with mental health or are looking to go see people with mental health. And we all know through some of these podcasts, it comes back to some of the addictions start with mental health issues and how people don't want to talk about it. And I think it's time to talk about it. I think we all struggle in some way with it. And, and, and we're still, there's still that stigma there. And last night, I had a couple people come up to to the not one more booth, so I'm at the not one more booth, and we're if you're looking at the grandstand from the runway, we are to the right of the grandstand across um the first aisle, not that first section where there's a lot of food, but we're at the next section over and it it's humbling to sit there and watch people walk by and give you a thumbs up and come over and tell their story. I did this last year, and I'm going to be honest with you this year. I like like doing it. I like sitting there, but it is draining. It is very draining and rewarding at the same time. I talked to a couple people at work and said, yep, I'm going to go to the fair this week. Oh, what booth are you working at? Oh, I'm working at the not one more booth. How the hell do you do that? How do you sit there and, and do this every day, day in and day out? And you must be strong, you must be brave. It's not being strong, it's not being brave, guys. It's helping somebody that walks past. And it, it, it truly affects everybody. We say it on this podcast all the time, but so many people walk up and, and tell their story. And so many people are hurting with this addiction and there's still so much stigma behind it. And the people that are involved in it, the people have lost children, A guy came up yesterday, and he said, this really sucks that you have to be here. Like, I'm happy to be here, but it's sad that that I see my daughter on this board. And there's so much more that can be done that needs to be done. And everybody that was in the addiction or is touched by the addiction, the word stigma comes out of their mouth at that booth. There's so much stigma behind this. There's people that walk past that look. Don't stop which is fine I mean we're at the fair we don't want to be sad we want to be happy we want to be eating doing whatever we want to do at the fair but we're kind of just like stuck in there and the reality of it is everyone that everybody is touched by this addiction everybody you just may not know it and so when I see people walk past and they really don't know what it's about and then they whisper to each other that that's people with overdose and they look at me I mean that's stigma right there they're looking like, what's her story? Come and ask the story, like come and listen to some of these stories. It's difficult as a parent, as a loved one to walk up to that stand and look at those pictures. And it amazes me how many different age groups, young kids, older people. Oh, that's my daughter. Oh, that's my cousin. Oh, that's my friend. Oh, I know multiple people on that board. And I sit there and I look at these kids on this board and they, they all have a story. All of us have a story and I'm getting emotional now because Carl's staring at me the whole entire time on this board. His face is right there beside my chair. And I look at him and think all the people that I'm meeting today are because of a choice that he made, not that I made. And I'm not angry with him for that. Like I'm actually grateful. Because I can learn and not be ignorant to mental health issues, to drug addiction, to people in general, like so many great people there are out there in the world. And this past week, like suicide is extremely high right now. Um, I went to a funeral of someone who committed suicide, uh, not drug related, That I know, I don't know, because I don't know that person's individual story. But it just boggles my mind that we get to a point that we feel like there's nothing else for us to live for. And there's nothing else. And the pain is so terrible that you want to end your life. And I, I sit at a funeral of a young person, and it tears me up. Because there's so much out there, and we just don't realize it. Look around when you're out there. If you're at the fair, look around. If you're anywhere in public, like look around. And somebody's been touched with addiction. I can promise you that. And it, it's just crazy. It's just so crazy what is going on in this world. I don't typically watch the news. Um, I was at a friend's house a couple nights ago watching the news and I was sitting there and I couldn't differentiate what was reality and what was fake news. Like Because every station you listen to there's a different perspective which goes back to everybody has their own perspective but we're really in a place right now where in the world so many people are hurting for so many different reasons and me i know i try to save the world i'm told i'm too nice or whatever but i don't ever want to stop being that person that cares and if everybody cares a little bit about something or someone without judgment we're going to be so much better like so much better. There's so much drama in the world. There's so much going on. Um, like I said, I have. I'm doing some new hiring at work. Super busy. Meeting great, great people through the interview process as well. They asked me, you know, w- w- what's that bracelet about? I wear Carl's bracelet. Sometimes I wear the Not One More bracelet. It's just, you know, whatever I put on that day and I love to share my story. Like, this is what we're doing. This is what we do. We have a podcast, like stigma is out there. So it's, it's from transgender situations. It's, you know, I learned that your child can go to school and teachers can talk about it. and, And I don't have, I don't judge. So either way, but this just was something that, piqued my interest when I was listening to the news you can actually your children can be at school they can identify any way that they want and that's that's fine like that's great whatever you feel you need to do but the thing that bothers me is how can we justify saying it's not the parents right to know what's going on in that school i never heard that before, but apparently, and correct me if I'm wrong, any of those listeners out there that know that I'm misquoting this, but I heard on the news that in the schools, they are allowed to talk about it, the teachers are allowed to educate on it, um, and and they want people to identify who they are and who they want to be, and I remember in school, uh, when my kids were young, like we stopped spelling to a extent because we wanted people to be able to write on paper and express themselves without worrying about the correct spelling, so that everything that they're feeling is coming out in their story or their paperwork, and that's fine. Like everybody should express themselves, but I was just kind of taken off guard that you can be in a school, and this was a high school, a local high school, and you can identify as something different. And your parents aren't notified and they don't know. Like, how can we help or understand or support our children in whatever aspect, whatever way, if we just don't know? And so that was that was something. And I do want to do some research on that. And we spoke about this. I would love to get somebody on that's more educated that maybe is in that position where they're identifying differently or whatever that might look like, just to be educated myself, not to judge, not to create stigma, but just to be educated because I hear this stuff and I'm like, wow, how did I not know about this stuff? And it's the same thing I said when Kyle passed away. How did I not know about this stuff? We need to talk about this stuff. And what greater way to talk about it is than to talk to people that are experiencing it or family members that are experiencing it and and openly be able to communicate because there's nothing wrong with that, you know, communication. Like, we need to learn. We need to understand. So when that parent gets told, you know, or their child comes to that parent, there's some kind of knowledge on what's going on. And, and that goes for everything. Mental health. Why can't we feel comfortable enough to go up to somebody and say, you know what, today I'm hurting. Like, this really sucks. And we just can't. And people look at you like, oh, my gosh, here's a crazy one. And we're not crazy. I mean, I use the term crazy sometimes, and I think, well, and I call myself crazy because I sometimes say things that don't make sense, or my mind's racing, and, it, and it's just thoughts that are just out of the ordinary for a normal person, and I, I'll put it that way because I'm trying not to use the word crazy, but literally, there's so much, there's so much to learn and talk about. I sometimes think this podcast, like, did we maximize everything? Did we... we conclude did we finish everything that we wanted to finish on this podcast and we actually didn't we didn't even touch a small portion of what goes on and people's stories and how can we help there's just it's overwhelming to me so i just wanted to get on here this morning and i want people to look around like look at the person standing next to you and just wonder like what is your story I sometimes just ask, what is your story? We went downtown last week, um, Austin and I. I put in my post that we were downtown feeding um, the less fortunate or those in need at that point. And I saw people from months ago when I used to do this every weekend. And I saw new people there. And it's amazing that we see people time and time again, and how their lives change, sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. I went to church um, two weeks ago as well, and I went into church, and they're so welcoming at this church. I haven't been there for a couple weeks, obviously, and I thought, you know what, I need to get back. I walk in the door, and I see the first thing I, the first person I see is Randy, and those that listen to all of our podcasts, Randy is the one who worked a carnival, um, who was addicted to cocaine, He's an older gentleman. He was homeless when I met him. He lives in a one-room place downtown in New York City. And I looked at him and he looked at me and like both of our eyes just like lit up because we haven't seen each other in, in such a time. And it was great to hug him. And he's at church and he openly admitted right away, I need this. I need church. I need people. And I'm trying to do better. And it gave me tears of joy that people can find ways and admit and acknowledge that they have an issue and do what it takes to be that person to make them feel better about themselves. He was excited to see me. I gave him a ride. We went downtown together. But it's people like that that you don't meet if you don't put yourself out there. Walking down the street, a coworker walked with me, and I walk in New York City. Is it safe in New York City? I don't know. I don't go back alleys or anything like that. But as I'm walking down the street, I say hello to everyone. And those that don't remember, I said this on a podcast before, I have this rule since COVID, and I will say hello to 10 people every day. Not the same 10 people every day, but I try to say hello to 10 people that I don't know. Not to talk to them, guys. No, Austin, I'm not trying to get their story from them. A lot of people say, Kathy, you're going to get shot. I'm not going to get shot. I just smile and say hello. And probably some days, two thirds of those people look at me like I'm nuts. But that one person that smiles and says, hello, that's all I'm looking for is maybe they just needed that hello. And so hello. And it doesn't hurt to say hello, but you can't take it personal when they look at you or they don't answer you. You can't walk past, and say, F you, man, what's your problem today? And get pissed off about it because you're not doing it. For that person, you're doing it because you want to make put a smile on somebody's face. So I challenge people to try that. So everybody that I meet talks to me and says, why are you so bubbly? How are you happy? Like Life sucks right now. Like I don't know what to do. I challenge them. Don't start with 10 people because 10 people might be a lot depending upon where you work, how many people you come across in a day's time. But start with five. I do 10 people a day and I give five compliments a day. And we talked about this before. I don't just say, hey, I like your shoes just because I'm like mark. Like that's, that's one of my five. Like I literally will look at somebody and say, gosh, I love that shirt or you look good in that shirt and, and mean it and truly mean that you look good in that shirt or I like your hair or whatever you got to do. Um, so I do this every day. The fair is going to make it easier for me this week, but it's 10 hellos and five compliments. Start new and do five hellos and two compliments and build yourself up. And not only are you making that person feel better, you're looking at beauty, you're looking at something positive. Just to say hello is positive, if you truly want to say hello. And we were walking the other day and she said, I don't think I can walk, like I'm not comfortable. And you just have to be you like I don't think about it. I don't put myself in danger most of the time. Some people would beg to differ on that, but just to get out. Like it's 6:30 in the morning, Saturday and like I'm getting excited just talking about this. I start out crying. You know, thinking about my last my past week and I can't change that past week. We can't change that past week. That funeral I went to, I can't change that. Those hugs that I gave. I hope they helped the individuals. Like I'm not judging, but the mental health um and we talk about this and I'm, I'm not promoting one group over another group but i can tell you that bruce Barts has to be super busy right now and that's Bart's brigade he came on our podcast um, probably last year or maybe even earlier on than that and we talked about his son who committed suicide and the suicide rate is going up but how great is it to get involved in your community and just be able to say oh they recognize that I'm involved, and I don't do it for praise, but the the greatness that I feel when somebody can come to me at work and say, my son is struggling right now, and I have no idea what to do, but I know that you're involved in some kind of organization, can you help me? And I can text Bruce and say, I have somebody, and here's their name, and he reach, reaches back within an hour or so, sometimes the minutes, and says, yes, give him my phone number whether they call bruce or not i don't know but he has that availability he's willing um to share his experiences and growth that he's been through to learn how to help people in different situations and it's just a whole group of people that care through experiences Putting the stigma aside and saying, yes, my child did this. or yes, my family member committed suicide. Yes, my family died. My family member died of an overdose. Not worrying about the person beside that person who's hearing you. Like, it, it makes me excited to know that I can connect people and help people. And, and we all need to do that. I mean, last night, Alyssa's with me at the fair. We're sitting there, um, we're talking, and you know what, the funny thing is, like, while we're sitting there, are we talking about addiction? Are we talking about families? Absolutely. But we're also talking about good times and happy times. We're sharing the good stories. Alyssa's son was there, and and you meet him, and I I look around, and the addicting community in York is so close-knit. I mean, every family has its flaws. Every group has its flaws. No group is perfect, no family is perfect, but... When I sit there and I see them shaking hands and hugging and they're all part of that recovery group, like that makes me happy. Like they're struggling, but they still help each other. They still hug each other. They talk, they have lives. They're more than that addiction. They're more than that addiction. And all of us are more than our mental health issues, more than the problems that we carry on in our life every single day. We're so much more than that. And, and, we're sitting there. I, I'm all over the place. But we're actually sitting there last night. And Alyssa's phone was ringing or a text. I'm not sure which of the two. It doesn't even matter. But I'm looking out to the crowd. People watching like everybody else. You know, Sam Hunt was there last night. So we had a bunch of people dressed up in country, which was great. I love country. I heard Sam Hunt last night singing. But Alyssa was on her phone. And I overheard her say, why didn't you call an ambulance? Why aren't you calling an ambulance? And my heart just sunk. I didn't know who she was talking to or what she was talking about. But when she hung up, she made another call and she's like, somebody needs Narcan. Are you home? Can they meet you? Can you help them? Can they pick this Narcan up? They're, 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 they need it. And I got the goosebumps and I'm like, I don't know how I could handle that phone call and not be so worked up. And it's just, it happens so many times to Alyssa that she just knows and she just goes in that go mode and she knows what she has to do. She has so many different connections and it just amazes me that we're to this point where people don't realize that we're still in trouble. Like we're still in trouble. And the Narcan thing, people walk up, I don't want to hear the bullshit about the Narcan. Like, how do you sit here and listen to that bullshit? They're going to say, well, diabetics don't get this, blah, blah, blah. What is our response to that? And our response is, whatever that person says, I personally just look at them and say, you know, I understand because I do understand. I may have been that person at one point, but until you have the crisis where you need that with a family member, a loved one, even in a parking lot somewhere, until you meet that person who's struggling and needs that Narcan, you're not going to understand it. You're not going to understand. Narcan helps somebody breathe. It's saving a life. I understand that there's differences and it's uneducation, uneducated people, but come and get educated. Like, ask the question. Be open to it. And you can leave there with the same attitude, the same perception that you have but at least ask about it talk to somebody not because we want pity like oh yeah your son passed away I'm so sorry we're not doing it because we want to hear those words we're not doing it because we want people to say oh she's strong we're doing it all of us are doing this for different reasons some is for healing some is for knowledge education whatever that may be but last night was an eye opener she got that call and I was like holy shit like this is this is crazy. This There is so many people out there that need so much help and can't get it. So why not be kind to people? You don't have to ask their story. You can see when somebody's happy. You can see when somebody's in thought. You can see when somebody's sad. You don't have to go up to that sad person and say, oh, you look sad today. When people say that, I just had a guy that I knew downtown that works at the market. and I was staring. I was at market waiting for a uh, friend's food. And he goes, you really look sad today. And you know what? I wasn't even really sad. Actually, I was kind of happy. I, was, I, was, I had some fun things that I was going to do that evening, and I was kind of looking forward to it. So I must have been in deep thought. I'm not sure, but they assumed that I was sad. And I'm just like, oh, no, I'm not sad. And then I started laughing. I'm thinking, oh, what did my face look like? So sometimes we're not sad. And if we are sad, say something nice oh, you look beautiful today, or oh, you look deep in thought, or wow, what are you thinking about, like your facial expressions, you know, talk to them, especially if you know them, you know, that's what, that's what this life is about, and I know I'm babbling on and on and on, but there's like so much going through my head, there's just, it's amazing to me that everybody has a story, and we can still judge, and the stigma's still there, over everything, everything. I mean, people walking down the runway carrying food that are overweight and other people saying, look at that, like, and they're embarrassed to walk down. Some of them are embarrassed. They don't want to be like that. And, you know, we talk about health. Austin talks about health. And Austin, I don't know how many people said to me, what the heck's Austin doing? And I'm like, guys, he's not posting this stuff. He'll kill me for this and probably cut it out. You may not hear this, but. His purpose for that is not to say, look how great I am. His purpose is to say, focus on something and do it and make it count and do it for you. And so many times we don't do things for us, me included. Like I'm really trying to work on it. I'm trying to be a little bit more, not selfish, selfish, but think about my self-care first and put me first in some situations because I can't help somebody if I'm burned out. I can't be that happy, cheerful person that I typically am if I'm exhausted. So I'm starting to pick goals. And Austin, you hear us bicker back and forth. And we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But if we can pick a tiny goal and stick to it, whether it's it's so small and you stick to it. And it's a goal for the next hour. Like the next hour, I want to do this. By this time, I want to be able to do this. Set those small goals. Because when you hit that small goal and you set that next goal, then you just continue until you reach that goal. I, I didn't get to where I am today by setting goals four years ago saying this is where I want to be in four years. I have no idea where I want to be and sometimes I don't even know where I'm going to be in the next hour. I don't even know where my mind's going to be in the next five minutes. We're all super, super busy, but set those mini goals. Um, obviously in my job in sales, like we are goal-oriented people. We're competitive and goals are what creates success for us in our position. It doesn't have to be sales though. In your job, set goals. It makes makes you value what you're doing. Even if you hate it, if you hate your job or you hate where you're going, you don't want to do what you have to do, set a goal. When I get there, this is what I'm going to do. On my way there, this is where I'm going to put my mind and set those goals and hit those goals. And if you don't hit that goal, you know what? Set another goal. Maybe that goal is hard They're going to be hard. Make them hard. Don't make an easy goal and go do it. Like make it hard. Whatever that hard might look like for you. It might be hard for you just to get out of bed. It might be hard for you to just brush your teeth today. Whatever that goal is, do it. Like achieve it. And that will bring the positiveness into your mind. And it will change. It will change how you feel. You're going outside. It's so hot out there. I mean, yes, try to stay cool if you can. Like, watch the animals. It's super, super hot out there. And it was hot last night. We had a mist fan at the Not One More booth. So if you do stop out to the fair and you're super hot, come visit us because behind us is the mist fan. And literally, I didn't get hot last night. Like, everyone's like, you're going to be hot and sweaty. And I wasn't hot and sweaty until I walked out of the booth and had to walk to my vehicle. So, If you're out to the fair, like be careful because it is hot. So when you're setting those goals, walking, whatever you might be doing today, just be careful um, and stay hydrated. Here I am being a mom again. I can't help myself, but, and I'm all over the place, but stop by the booth if you're out there and we'll miss you with our fan and we'll have a good conversation. Stop and say hello. Walking today, say hello. Smile. Wherever you go, you're going to cross somebody. Unless you're staying in the house by yourself, You're not able to not say hello to somebody. So think about me when you're doing this and you will laugh. You literally will laugh and you'll say hello. I have people that call me up. I'm trying your hello thing. I'm in a bad mood today and it's hard, but just do it. So that's my challenge to everyone. Like put that smile on your face or don't put that smile on your face, but walk past someone and just say hello. And remember, they're not always going to answer you. Sometimes it's a smart answer back and, It doesn't matter what that might be. But when you see that smile on their face or when you say, gosh, I really like your fingernail polish. I had a couple people, I don't normally paint my nails, but I had a couple people in the past week say, God, I really like your fingernail polish. Instead of saying thank you because it is a pretty color. You know what I say? Oh, well, maybe I'm too old for this color because it's a light blue. Instead of just saying thank you, take the compliment, people. I struggle with the compliments. Take the compliments, say hello to people, give the compliments, and literally you will feel better. I promise you. Sometimes it's better than a meditation. And Kayla, I still try to meditate. I don't do it as frequently. I think I need to get back to it. But just that that positiveness just from saying hello, even when you're in that bad mood and you don't want to do it, that might be your goal to say hello to one person today, whatever that goal may be. And I say it to people, and the people that I know that are in a bad mood or whatever, and this drives my kids crazy, but I did it with a friend the other day. Um, he was pretty down, and he called me, and he said, you know what, like, I'm really struggling today. And he has his own issues, and I asked him about, you know, what's going on within, in that family situation that he has. And he told me, and uh, he said, I don't even know why you talk to me. He said, because I'm always sad. And I said, you know why I talk to you? And I said, because the best part of you, physical part of you, is that smirk that you get on your face when you're around me. And I try to make you laugh. I said, sometimes it's that annoying smirk, like shut the hell up. Sometimes you're just looking at me like you're nuts and you need to calm down and you're too wild and you're crazy. And sometimes it's just like that smirk because you know what? The reality is, It is bad right now, but we're still breathing and we can change how we feel. We can change it. We can experience it. We can educate ourselves on the situation and we will be smiling again. And (laughs) I do that to a lot of people. Like I'll look at them and say, what is so bad? Like just smile. And they could be so pissed off about something and I'm taking a chance when I do it. But I'm like, you know, you want to smile. And most of the time, even if they're mad at me, They'll turn around and they'll get that smile. Uh, It's very rare that somebody won't get some kind of smirk, even when they're mad at me because I say something stupid or they get upset. I'll look at you and say, just, you know, you want to smile. Like, it's not that bad. (laughs) And it's crazy. Uh, Yeah, don't do it if they're like raging, raging, and you're pretty sure they're not going to smile depending on the situation. But, like, that's a challenge that I put upon myself. Like, okay, here I go. I know this person. They already called me. They're already in a bad mood. How am I going to make them laugh? And they, I piss people off sometimes. Like, how can you be so positive? Not all the time am I that person. Lately, not so much, but I'm getting back to it. So my challenge to everybody is, you know what? Go out there and be happy. Do the best you can. Don't stigmatize. Put, leave the drama behind. Tomorrow's going to be a better day. Um, it's another phase in your journey. Put that stuff in the past, in the past. like We cannot change it. Use that experience to grow to where you're at today and to go beyond in your journey. We all have a journey. It doesn't have to be a bad journey. It can be a good journey, and we can have bumps in the road. I don't know how many people last night said, oh, I'm two years clean, and I'm, I'm a month clean. I saw Randy. He was days clean, um, spent all his money on his rent money, spent his rent money on crack cocaine um openly admits it i'm not sharing anything he wouldn't want me to share with his name but openly admits like hey i'm struggling i'm in my 60s and i can't pay my rent because i made this choice and it's easy to hand that person that rent money it's easy for people to say you know what here let me give you a couple dollars towards that rent money I used to do that, and and I used to feel bad that I say no now. I don't give the money for the rent because you know what? When you're doing that, you're giving them the opportunity to just continue to do what they're doing and not learn from it. Helping people is great. Love to help people do it the best that I can, but sometimes when it becomes habit, you're really enabling, and that's a whole other conversation that we had last night about the difference between enabling someone in addiction and not enabling them and it all that all comes down to if something happens to that individual can you live with yourself knowing that you handled it in your mind whether it's right or wrong not to hear to judge but can you handle moving on with your life if something happens to that individual that's important that's how people handle things and everybody's answer is different and can they move on if something happens to that person that's a lot different of a situation, but you know, go out there and try to stay positive and know that your journey is going to continue and you're going to choose how you want that journey to continue on a side note. Besides all that guys, thanks for listening. I hope you got, if you got anything out of that at all, stop at the fair, stop at the not one more booth, say hello to 10 people walking down that fair because people are going to be hot, miserable today. We're going to make them laugh. We're going to make them smile. You're there. You're eating all that great food. I'm trying not to, um, I probably will today. I'm there today from 11 in the morning until uh, 10 o'clock tonight. So I probably will eat fair food. That's okay. No coconut cake, though. I'm not having cake. I haven't had cake in over a week, so I'm doing good with that. But on a funny note, I have to tell you something. Uh, Wednesday night, I think it was Wednesday night, Last Saturday, I just went out on the whim and I bought these virtual reality um, glasses. I think it's Osculus, it's called. And I could not get it set up, but they are crazy. If you have an opportunity to try that, literally the kids came over on Wednesday evening. And I've never, la- it's been a long time since I laughed that hard. Um, Tori, my daughter-in-law, was videoing Alt Dylan. Dylan's punching in the air, doing kickboxing, whatever he's doing, punching. And it it really made us laugh. I think at one point I tried to move him from the TV because I thought he was going to punch the TV. And literally, and I'm going to openly admit this on the podcast, I literally laughed so hard that I peed in my pants. It was just downright hard laughter. So we call Austin. We're like, Austin, you have to come over. And when I told him, I don't know why you did this. I don't know why you purchased it. But honestly, people, he put it on He was in the kitchen. He was punching. Chase was running around punching. And uh, I got to spend time with Chase upstairs. We took a walk. We played at the park while they were in the living room and in the kitchen being competitive and punching. And so if you want a good laugh or you want to try something like out of the ordinary, that virtual reality is hilarious. People think it's stupid, whatever you want to think. But until you put those goggles on and try it, You can't even imagine it. Like, I had no idea what that was about. So, yeah, so try that um, if you have it. It's hilarious if you get an opportunity to try it. I mean, you talk about laughing. And workout. It is a workout. I didn't get to talk to Dylan yet, but he was sweating and his arms were already sore because you're working different muscles in your body when you're doing that. And you can be riding roller coasters. You can do whatever you want to do. But it is crazy. It is fun. It makes you laugh. So if you get the opportunity to try that, I'm actually going to take mine to work. So some of the people can um, experience it. It is, it is a crazy experience, but fun. So with all that said, guys have a good week. Um, I am at the fair all week. Not sure if we're going to get a podcast next week, but I do promise you there's a couple people coming up. Summer's winding down. Everybody's busy. Everybody's taking vacations. I want to get a vacation in. I have a lot of vacation time at work. Um, so I want to be able to do that. And, uh, This is my first one on my own, so I'm so proud of me. So a goal of mine this morning at 5 o'clock when I couldn't sleep was I'm getting up, going to do my dishes, and I'm going to try to do this podcast on my own without Austin. And I think it's recording, and I'm like 36 minutes in, so I just babbled about a whole bunch of stuff. Um, But anybody out there wants to get on and babble, share their story, want to talk about anything at all on the podcast, Um, Reach out to us. Let us know. I I said it all last week. I get more comments on my post saying I'm not having a podcast than when I actually have a podcast. So and again, we're all busy and I do know and I do hear from people all the time. Hey, I listen to your podcast. You know, not everybody comments, but we're going to continue to do this. And I do apologize that it hasn't been. I mean, we went two years pretty much and only missed one. And then in the past couple of weeks, we missed a couple But again, we all have life things and honestly, you know, Austin and I talked about this. I'm starting to do different things, getting into other things that are giving me new life experiences that I'm getting to meet new people and that's exciting to me so I'll bring it back. I'll report on it. All the people that have been here for us through this whole entire time who enjoy listening, continue listening and um, yeah, I'm going to shut up now so uh, I will catch you on the next one and you can you can actually comment on how well I did and maybe I should not have Austin on as my host, my co-host. Maybe we should just be putting him in that special guests column. Just kidding. Don't I don't shouldn't even say that because he won't edit it for me. He's going to be shocked when I drop this off today. So, and I'm going to let him make the title and the description for it just because that's my chore and yeah. So, have a great week everybody. Again, challenge yourself, set those goals. It will help you and be good to yourself. And just say hello. Five people. You can say hello to five people. You can compliment two people. You can compliment somebody you know, somebody you work with, somebody that's walking down the street, your friend, call your friend on the phone. I learned this week that life is short and my one girlfriend says YOLO, meaning you only live once. I have to turn that back a little bit or I could be in, get myself into trouble. But honestly, like we could not maybe be here tomorrow. So live life and don't sweat the small stuff. Don't stress about things that you can't control. Everything that we talk about on these podcasts, stay clean for that one more day. It's worth it. Um, hug your kids, hug your family, tell them you love them, whatever you got to do. Um, But let's make it a positive week. Let's challenge ourselves to have that positive week. Start by a positive hour, positive half a day, whatever that looks like. But say hello to people, smile, make each other smile, and let's have a good week. And I'll catch you on the next one.